Welcome back to Page Podcast. This week's episode, we will be looking at the job retention scheme, also known as furlough, and we will be looking at this from an employee's perspective. My name's Helen Ware, I'm business manager at Michael Page. And I'm Simon Johnson, business director at Michael Page. And today we're also joined by Amanda Pern from Pern HR. Hi, Amanda. Hello, nice to, to, to see you both. Just as a way of introduction, Amanda runs her own HR consultancy, Pern HR, which offers a range of HR and coaching services. She's worked at board and director level. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're looking forward to hearing your expertise on the furlough topic. So um, so just as a reminder, could you tell us what the furlough scheme is? Yes, absolutely. I think most people know that the government um, published the details of the coronavirus job retention scheme um, sort of late March. I think it was around the 20th, 23rd of March. And under the scheme, employees can be furloughed or as we call it in most of this sort of HR world, we call it laid off in um, adjusted so that employees can benefit. So um, it's it's a, it's an option for any employee that was an employee and was paid by the 28th of February 2020 and will pay up to 80% of somebody's basic normal salary. Thanks, Amanda. Um, so in terms of um, an employment contract, what, what needs to be in place for someone to be eligible to actually... Um, go on to this scheme? Yeah, I mean, essentially anybody who's on a PAYE. So if you are a zero hours contract employee doing regular hours and you were paid, then you will be entitled to claim under the scheme. So for zero hours or casual or variable workers, for example, they will get um, the higher of the same month's earnings for, from a previous year or their average monthly earnings up to the 28th of February. Um, for salaried employees that are on regular pay, then it's, it's up to the cap of £2,500. So, yes, they will need to be an employee. It's not applicable to the self-employed, um, but it is imp- applicable to, to sort of almost all, including... Um, casual workers but you do need to speak to the person who runs your PAYE so for example if you're a temp and you're working for a client it is your agency that you'll need to to contact as it's them that's running the PAYE. Okay that's really interesting and um, just on that Amanda who decides who gets to be furloughed is that the employer or the employee? Well typically it will be the employer um, but but essentially what I've been advising my clients is when when you've got a, a bank of workers and they all do similar roles you're going to have a number of employees that want to be furloughed so for this kind of group I, I've advised employers to treat it a bit like a redundancy in that ask for volunteers first so first and foremost ask for volunteers and if you can afford to lose them and to to furlough them then furlough them first Um, if you still then need to furlough you can do a matrix uh, that's option one where you can apply certain criteria so that you maintain essential workers in the business or you can rotate so again it might be that you want to keep everybody in for three weeks um, or uh, you know and then rotate three weeks later and bring other employees back into the workplace um, so, so the employer should decide, but they do need to decide fairly and make sure that they operate a fair criteria um, and that they've discussed it properly with their employees. I think most people will, will see that 80 percent is better than than nothing. But if you're um, in a scenario where you genuinely don't want to be furloughed, you can't cope with that 20 percent reduction. What, what are your other options? 
So if you're in a situation where your employer has no work for you, then there are only three options. So you, you, you accept furlough or the alternative are you take unpaid leave or you are potentially made redundant. Okay. Um, and I think I heard something about um, provision being in place for um, businesses that perhaps had a knee-jerk reaction and made people redundant prior to the furlough scheme coming out. Um, what can yes. you tell us about that? Yeah, so I actually had clients myself. They didn't make redundancies, but they'd already laid off people. Um, so so just, just to talk about layoffs so that people understand. So that will mention something like, you know, in, in the event of a downturn of business, we can lay you off or put you on if that is in a contract, a lot of employers did very quickly lay off employees. Some did immediately make people redundant. In both cases, you can undo that by refurloughing them and backdate it. And just on that, Amanda, what would happen if you had received redundancy pay? So if you received payments, that will need to be offset. So that will be up to the employer to manage as they will only be able to claim back a so the employer will need to communicate with the employee perfect thank you for that um and i guess the the last thing really from us is how how long will this furlough scheme go on for okay so the scheme at the moment has been put in place from the 1st of march till the 31st of may at this point um we know that there's a cobra meeting today to talk about extensions etc of us you know the lockdown situation i don't think they'll be talking about furlough yet I think we'll probably find out in the weeks to come whether that's going to be extended. Um, if we look at China, they've just had 11 weeks of lockdown. So I think proportionately we can probably expect that the 12 week initial uh, might be long enough. I suspect it might be extended by a further month, but we'll have to wait and see uh, and keep our eye on those daily briefings. Perfect. Thank you, Amanda. It's been, um, I feel like we've covered quite a lot on this podcast in a short period of time. So the information has been invaluable. Is there anything else we've not covered that you think we should know? No, I, 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 you know, I think it's a crazy time, isn't it, for employees? And I do feel for them. But what I would say is if you have questions, so for example, if you're on maternity and you're about to return to work, if you've been on sick, you know, the bits that we haven't covered are the, are the bits that people are asking me questions about. So what I would say is definitely talk to your employer. If not, speak to your HR team. Most of your HR teams are getting lots of advice on this and do have access to resources. If you found the information that Amanda has provided useful, but you still have a few questions, please feel free to get in contact with her. And what's the best way to get in touch with you, Amanda? So me, I'm Pern HR, P-E-A-R-N. Pern HR um, is my website, .co.uk, and I'm on LinkedIn. Just search Amanda Pern. Uh, many of you have, have laughed at my silly videos lately. I'm trying to have some fun and keep a bit of light uh, in this very dark time. Um, so, yeah, Amanda Pern, PM me through LinkedIn or drop a note through my website or my Facebook page. Yeah, nice and easy. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining joining us today, Amanda. It's been really, really invaluable information from a true expert. So thank you. And uh, just to let everyone know, we will be doing uh, another podcast from an employer perspective. And uh, we we release a podcast every week, every Friday we release one. So check out our previous podcasts on how to 
um, sort of prepare for a video interview. And we've also done one on how to recruit during this difficult time. But thank you for joining us today.